Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. This has been a year of challenges for many. And as it comes to a close, let us revisit one of the most popular sermon podcasts and be reminded, God is fighting for us. Today we live in a world damaged by evil. Darkness is all around. Yet the darker the darkness, the brighter the light shines. In the natural, light does three things. Light pushes back the darkness, light illuminates, and light reveals itself. As it is in the natural, so it is in the spiritual, as God created all things. Let us look at each aspect of the divine heavenly light breaking into this world damaged by evil. Number 1. Light pushes back the darkness. One of the greatest fears of humanity is unfavourable judgment, being condemned to punishment. One of the hardest things to accept and receive is forgiveness and freedom from guilt and shame. God in his amazing grace, which is his undeserved favour, and in his great love, understands this and made a way for us to receive and believe. Let us go back into time, to the time when Jesus walked the earth as a man. It is early morning. A crowd is gathered at the temple to hear Jesus speak. The religious leaders resent Jesus and want to catch him out. They bring a woman before him. One of them speaks. This woman has been caught in the act of adultery. Moses in the law commands us that such should be stoned. So, teacher, tell us, what do you say? Everyone is waiting, watching, listening. Jesus humbly stoops down, bowing his head, bends forward. God, who is perfect and pure, who became flesh and dwelt amongst us, stoops down into our darkness of guilt and shame. In response to the judgment and condemnation by the religious, he writes on the ground with his finger, He who is pure and clean touches the unclean. It is the religious who quote the law given to Moses up on the mountain. They know and understand it was written on stone tablets by the finger of God. Yet they manipulated the law for their own self-gain, misrepresenting God and his heart. Into this darkness Jesus entered. He came from the deepest, purest place of the Father's heart full of grace and truth. He is the true and full representation of God in the flesh. 
Son of God, Son of Man. Yet the religious leaders resisted both God's grace and truth. So they continue to ask him. Jesus raises himself up. He turns his attention to the witnesses who accuse the woman and states, He who is without sin among you, let him throw a stone at her first. What an extraordinary statement to make towards the prideful, judgmental religious. They claim to be perfect and without sin, so he turns their judgment of the woman onto themselves. Jesus knows all humanity have sinned, and sin is to cause offence. Think, say, or do wrong. Wander from the path of rightness, justice, which is equality for all, and goodness. All of these things are God's kingdom. Not one person throughout history of humanity has not sinned. Yet the prideful, self-glorifying religious are blinded to this truth. Remember, their sole motive in exposing the shame of the woman is to test Jesus and have something against him. They don't care about justice, rightness, sin or no sin. They want to oppress others to raise themselves up. They simply want to discredit Jesus and accuse him of some wrong thinking or action. Such hypocrisy. Jesus again stooped down to the deepest, darkest point of humanity and wrote on the ground. He writes a new destiny for humanity and the woman. One by one, the accusers of the woman left. They turned their back on Jesus and his amazing grace and truth and walked away. All that remained was Jesus and the woman. So let's pick up the story and listen to the extraordinary exchange between the one who is under judgment guilt and shame, and the one who brings grace, truth and honour. John chapter 8, verses 10 to 12. When Jesus had raised himself up and saw no one but the woman, he said to her, Woman, where are those accusers of yours? Has no one condemned you? She said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said to her, Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. When Jesus speaks, it is so. He speaks this transformation over her, giving her a new heart and destiny. Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. 
with these words from Jesus, she is passed from death to life, darkness to light, bondage to freedom. All this is a work of God. He helps us believe and receive this truth. In Jesus on the cross, as he took our punishment, we don't condemn those who are also in Christ Jesus, for we ourselves have been passed from condemnation. Jesus has paid the cost for ourselves and for others, and all who have received Jesus have received his payment. He gives us a new destiny, just as he said over the woman, Go and sin no more. This is because she has no condemnation now. She's received Jesus' forgiveness and love. She is free from the wages of sin, which is death. This is even before the cross, yet she's able to believe and receive as she has had a personal encounter with Jesus. Living in the reality of sin no more is when we live in the truth of no condemnation. It's not about when we make mistakes or when we do something wrong. It's all about the reality of being forgiven and set free. Set free from the controlling forces of sin. That is why Jesus gave this woman the gift of no condemnation before he told her to go and sin no more. The only way to be empowered to walk in the love, peace and joy and freedom that Jesus came to give us is to understand that there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. When we think a bad thought, do a bad thing, miss the mark, we surrender that to Jesus and let him write new desires into our hearts, receiving more of his love, his joy, his peace, his freedom, his forgiveness. The desires of God our Father become our desires, and his desire is that we are truly set free and to stand in his love, truth and power of no condemnation in Christ Jesus. Jesus stooped down to our lowest point and took our condemnation upon his body on the cross for all to see. Satan has to bow. The evil powers have to bow. Our selfish desires have to bow so that he can raise us up in the resurrection power of his victory. Jesus on the cross took away the darkness of shame, death and no condemnation, writing a new destiny in the light of honour, life and freedom in our lives. Jesus said, He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Jesus is the divine light that is pure, brilliant and true. To engage in fellowship with him, be one with him, is to walk in his light. In Christ Jesus we are fused together with him. In him we have the light of life, fellowship with the creator of heaven and earth and all things good, is being immersed in his light and life, his light that pushes away the darkness.
There is no condemnation. We are free from self-condemnation, from condemnation and judgment of others, and the lies of the evil one. Living in the present reality that the blood of Jesus purifies us from every sin, past, present and future, and all this is a work of his Spirit within. When Jesus was falsely accused by the religious leaders and condemned as an innocent man by them to the humiliating death on the cross, it was the lowest point of humanity. Yet this was the way for us to believe and receive the truth that we are forgiven, immersed in his light, free from guilt and shame, being able to surrender to him each day and to let go not only of any condemnation, doubt and fear, but to let him transform us into the fullness of his victory, character and freedom. God is fighting for us, pushing back the darkness of sin, condemnation and death. It is our daily journey to live in the light and life, knowing and appropriating Jesus' work. That is his life, death, resurrection, ascension and outpouring of his spirit. As Jesus ascended into heaven to be at the right hand of the Father, he poured out his Spirit from the Father, from the throne room of God, the most purest part, down to us. By his Spirit in and through every disciple of Jesus throughout the ages, he lights up this world, pushing back the darkness, as he is the light of the world. Number two, light illuminates. When Jesus was a baby, it was declared that he was a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. It was also declared that he would reveal the thoughts of many hearts. Yet everyone has free choice. Sadly, many choose not to come to him, for they love the darkness. John chapter 3, verses 17 to 21. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation, that light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone practising evil hates the light, and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be clearly seen, that they have been done in God. Those who reject Jesus hate the light, 
hate him, for fear of exposure, shame and conviction. There is not one small percent of desire in them wanting to be free to admit they need a saviour. They knowingly choose the darkness. Having seen the light, they are condemned. Conversely, those who receive Jesus and live in a heart-mind condition of surrender of sin, shame and condemnation have the desire placed in their hearts to bring glory to God through his work of his spirit, knowing it is he who does the work within, transforming the heart and mind and a desire to be led by his spirit. As a result, we carry his light of truth into the dark world. And when Jesus walked the earth as a man, even before the cross, he declared in Matthew 5, 14 to 16, You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Just as Jesus is the light of the world, so are we. Immersed in his light, carrying his light, we shine as lights in this dark world. Those attracted to the light will find the light, the true light, the divine light of God himself in Jesus. As we are immersed in his light, we live in the truth of his light. We let our light, which is his light, shine before men. God is fighting for us, lighting up the world. It is our daily journey with him, to surrender to him and let him complete the good work in us. We carry his light into the darkness. Number three, light reveals itself. When Jesus walked the earth as a man, he revealed the Father of lights, Jesus the divine light, in this world damaged by evil, was sent from the Father in heaven. God is light. Jesus is the divine light, who became the sacrifice for us, in whom we have our light. His light in us reveals him and his glory. He is the Lamb of God. God is fighting for us, revealing himself and giving his light of everlasting life. God is fighting for us, pushing back the darkness, lighting up the world, revealing himself and giving his life an everlasting life, forever and ever. Amen. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.